Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. In the bullpen today, we have Brian Tyler Cohen, my brother from another mother. This guy is an expression of my values on a regular basis. Very proud to have him on the show. Brian, good day, sir. Welcome. Dr. Richie, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Well, we appreciate you being here. We want to talk about two dynamics in particular. One, what in the hell are Republicans going to do with Donald Trump? And two, what in the hell are Democrats going to do with Joe Biden, to be frank with you? So let's start with the breakdown of Donald Trump. Obviously, very problematic now. Virtually every candidate he endorsed in the state of Georgia lost their race, all of them. With the exception of maybe one, and that was Marjorie Taylor Greene. And then his power obviously slipping nationally. And the rise of DeSantis has created another dynamic in the in the multiverse of Republican politics. So what are your thoughts about it? What do you think will happen? Here's my main thought, my overarching thought, and I've said this before, but but my thought is that until someone kills Donald Trump, he isn't gonna die. And I think people, myself included, because I definitely have done the same thing, but people will grant Ron DeSantis the heir apparency in the Republican Party and just kind of decide among us, among the pundit class, that Ron DeSantis is the next guy. But we have to remember that Ron DeSantis has never thrown a single punch at Donald Trump. And in fact, most people haven't thrown much of a punch at Donald Trump at all. And so I think that something we have to remember is that while while we might try be be wish casting here on our side because of the dangers posed by someone like Donald Trump, at the end of the day, they still have to beat him in a Republican primary if they want to beat him in that primary, if they wanna if they want to replace him. And so, you know, that's something that we haven't seen happen. And and you know, like I said, we can we can say on our end that we think that Ron DeSantis is going to be the next guy. But he hasn't taken the support away from Donald Trump among those Republican primary voters. And until he can do that, until we see any indication that that's actually being done, I don't exactly have any reason to believe that. It's going to be anybody other than Donald Trump. Until I have a reason to believe that it's not going to be him, I have to continue thinking that it is. Let me give some nuance and caveat to that. I agree with your sentiment, and you could be wrong, I could be wrong, you could be right. Totally, yeah. I could be right, et cetera. All right. So here's my, here's my reading of the tea leaves. I agree that in order to defeat Trump, you have to defeat Trump. Uh, and when you said kill Trump, you meant politically. I got to say that because somebody said, "Oh, he's talking about killing." No, no, right. that's not what the man yeah. is saying. The man is saying politically. So politically, uh, DeSantis has not engaged in direct political combat with Donald Trump. But I want to say something that is interesting because I never thought it would happen this way. Look at the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp. Brian Kemp was endorsed by Donald Trump in the primary. That guaranteed his victory, he wins. Donald Trump gets upset at the governor of Georgia because the governor of Georgia wants to appoint somebody to the US Senate because of a vacancy that Trump did not want. Trump wanted his own person, so it created a conflict. They then get into a public conflict later. Kemp was able to not only win his Republican primary, he was able to win his governorship back in reelection. Contrary to the endorsement of Donald Trump, who took the endorsement back, ended up endorsing political enemies of him, and Trump did not win. With this was all done, sir, without without Kemp directly engaging in combat. Same thing for Raffensperger, Secretary of State, engaged in a public fight with Trump, ended up winning the Republican primary, even though Trump endorsed somebody else, 
And he ended up winning the general election in a state that was considered to be Trump country. The only reason I highlight that is because we do have some of that happening regionally throughout the country as well. But that happened in an entire state and that's a strong state. And then this is the last point I make about Trump. In the Republican primary, the great thing in the Republican primary and Democratic primary is that it's a plurality of votes. So even if Trump performs well, that's fine. If others perform okay, he performs well and DeSantis performs well, now you have a problem because this is not an up and down 50% plus one scenario. This is simply plurality. And if you have other candidates running, it will split the Republican vote. And he may have a real problem securing enough actual delegates to make the general. Right. What do you see in my- uh, I, I think of of course, of course you're right, and and you know I think as we get closer toward this uh, this 2024 election cycle, we're going to see that play itself out. And of course, there's a ton of evidence that would suggest that Donald Trump is an albatross around Republicans next. Like you mentioned at the yeah. top, I mean we had every single gubernatorial and Secretary of State candidate running in a battleground state that was endorsed by Donald Trump or or that spewed this election. Yeah. Uh, denial BS that lost. Uh, and if that's not a testament to, to his weakness within that party, I, I don't know what is. But at the same time, um, you know, I, I think that what's going to be what's going to be especially interesting is is again like watching to see if that 30 to 40 percent of diehard Trump supporters, if they stick by him for the exact reasons that you said, when there's going to be a ton of people running in the Republican primary, just like they were in 2016, if he has those support of, if he has the support of those people, and then you have, you know, the Josh Hawley's and Ted Cruz's, Marco Rubio's, Tom Cotton's, whoever it is, Ron DeSantis's that ultimately do decide to run, if none of them can supersede his his, you know, base of 30% of people, that 30, 40% of people might be all he needs to win. Yeah. So again, because because the Republican primary is done differently than than the Democratic primary, and it's pretty much a winner take all system. If he can just get by, skate by with the bare minimum that he needs to overcome all of those people, then that might be it. And so he might be shedding a ton of support in the Republican Party, and he might be a really non viable candidate in the Republican general. I'm sorry, in the general election moving forward. In 2024, but we're talking about two totally different things in terms of the primary and the general. All right, I'm going to do this. We got my producers are telling me we got one minute before the next show. I want to get your thoughts about the Democratic primary. How do you see this happening for the next presidential cycle? So, look, I think at this point, it would be really hard for me to say anything other than the fact that I do expect Joe Biden to run run in 2024. I think that he, you know, he's announced his support. We have a lot of prominent Democrats who've announced their support for him as a candidate, and and there is, you know, a major advantage in the incumbency that I think a lot of people are going to be, you know, that I think is undeniable. I should say. All right. Um- we will talk about that next time you come on when we got more time. We'll do. Thank Glad to so have much. you on the show. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so man. much for having me. I appreciate All it. All right, absolutely. Okay. Remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other, take care of the planet. Remember, the truth is always indisputable. <laughs>